Sunday morning, of course, we weren't recording on Sunday, and um, I woke up to a text from my mom, and she was like, Rachel Marie Mogan, Uh your dad just told me that he was watching a recent episode of your podcast, and you dropped the F-bomb, and I was like, no! Wait a minute. <laughs> like, it sounds ridiculous. You did. Like, you, in the last episode, you did drop <laughs> did. it like real early on. Do you like, not, have you not? <laughs> and there it is again. Have you not said fuck in the last 90 episodes? Not to my parents. <laughs> so they they haven't been keeping up. They, they like, they only watch when I guess they miss me or whatever. Yeah. Cause they love me, I guess. Aww, so like, I weird. guess my dad was thinking about me. So he was like, Oh, watch a couple of minutes of my daughter's thing that she <laughs> does. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And that's now two for the episode. So I was like, oh no. So I had to call my mom and my dad. I wonder in what context. (laughs) Yeah, I actually don't know what we were talking about. But I got in trouble and now Uh, I'm grounded, you guys. What? Uh, I can't do the podcast. You can't do the podcast, yeah. Do do they know that you're here tonight? (laughs) They know I'm here. No, they they were just like giving me a hard time. They were joking about it, but I was still like called out by my parents. You should be like, well, my brother has, Andrew has appeared on these other episodes and I'm pretty sure he's dropped it a couple times. No, no, what I did, and this is the (laughs) MO of everyone in our family, especially me and Bro Mogan, is we'll blame Rebecca, our oldest sister. (laughs) Did you talk to Rebecca? So I told my dad, I was like, well, Rebecca was a bad influence on us. Like, just tried to oh offload God. it all on our old sister. And our dad was like, we like didn't beat her enough. <laughs> and I was like, yes. That's, that's honestly, like, I anticipate the same. I'm surprised Thanks, I haven't had the same sister. conversation. I, like, I'm pretty sure my parents don't listen to every episode. <laughs> really? I, I don't think so. I mean. Oh, you said you don't think they listen to that. I don't think no, they do. No, 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 no way. No. There's no it's, way my parents so, do. But like, why would they? I'm also like, they torture I've, them? I've half expected <laughs> they that. They like video games. I've <laughs> half expected that conversation to come through. Don't yeah. mind too. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it's fun stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. Fun that's stuff, a fun, fun That's stuff. a fun way to wake up on a, on a Sunday morning. I know. Morning. I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> this day is ruined. It's ruined. Well, they have oh. 90, 90 plus <laughs> hours of talking. Smirched my family's honor. I know. That's a good way to put it. 90 plus hours of our voices. And I only apparently dropped one. One f bomb the whole time. That's good, um, but you've already doubled your record. I've started a Mogan f bomb count for okay, this episode. Yes, we so. need our whiteboard. Where's I know, our whiteboard? Seriously, we do. Xbox, we need to move PS4. this one over here we a little bit. It, put a little. Uh, put a little. Uh, uh, we need to move this piece of art over here. We got an empty whole space here anyway. It's almost better that we have the imaginary whiteboard. Yeah, I know, but it's like bring the whiteboard. We need the whole thing. We need the whole thing. We need the whole thing. So yeah, we'll, PS4. We'll have to just like put it right here. See, the tallies I want are PS4 v Xbox. Yeah. I want uh, Mogan's f bombs. Yeah. And I want how much Uncharted sucks. Okay. And every time we talk about Uncharted, and I'm then just we can mount five like more tallies. Ending. We can have like a little mounted <laughs> mounted circles. GoPro, and we can go to our whiteboard cam. Hey, let's go to our whiteboard. Yeah, all of us, board. yeah, right here. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be a great, that's a great idea. Let's really make that happen. Different angle. Yeah. And you know how we can make that happen? We'll get to that in a second. Because what's up, everybody, and welcome to this episode of well Team done. Chad Podcast. And I lost it. No! <laughs> Just start over. Just start over. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Team Chad Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined... To my right, by Rachel Mogan, the F bomb dropper. Uh, fuck, how's it going? <laughs> F bomb dropper. And to my left, Zachary Parks. What's up? In case you didn't know, Teen Chat Podcast is a video game podcast where we talk about games, ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do that by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com, following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook, and subscribing to our iTunes and YouTube channels. If you want to support the show, 
and get us that whiteboard and GoPro and <laughs> there and, it is and whiteboard cam up there. Full you circle. can do that by going to patreoncom slash podcast Whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. And in return, we will give you a cool perk like getting the audio version of the episodes early and access to our private Team Chat Podcast Discord server. If you subscribe for ten dollars, we'll even give you your own tally thing on the whiteboard. Oh, you can wow. pick you can your own category. You can be on the whiteboard. That's good. Got to add that one. to your yeah. end. Yeah. We yeah. decide that right now. You yeah. decision making. Just deciding this crap on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, as an update for the song contest, no winner this week because <gasps> no one was able to guess Zach's hit from last week, which was. A view you can circle. I knew I had it there somewhere. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Uh, yeah, I, we, he, we had it. to change it because it turned out the, the oh. game was Destiny 2. Oh, that's what I was going to guess for no reason. And he had given the same track I used from Destiny 2 a couple weeks before. Yeah, episodes. For God's sake. <laughs> for God's sake. We'll give, we'll give you a pass because Jesus. you were producing a feature film. That's <laughs> sure. a massive okay. undertaking. Sure, and, sure. you know, we I'll understand. I'll take the pass. <sighs> but yeah, so. That's hilarious. But it's a great song. You're like, I already did that song. I was like, the odds. Because it's great song. Great song. Out of all the songs, I was like, "That's the one that I want to do." Oh yeah, but, but the orbit would I just gave it away? No, no, I oh, already you said, it was said it. Destiny that's 2, yeah. um, that's really good too. Oh yeah, Absolutely. the Destiny Two soundtrack is very good, very good. It's very, a highlight of the good. game for sure. So, but as a new perk that we're giving out to our Patreon uh, patrons, that's what they're officially called, I guess, in Patreon lingo. But they, uh, we do have a new song and hint submitted to us this week by Nick. So he will be. So you said his be, name so quietly. I don't think it even picked up on the mic. Nick. There Nick. we go. Because I was trying to decide if I wanted to attempt much. again. Because so far I hold a perfect record of of correctly pronouncing his name. Yeah, don't. Mess I don't it up. think I want to spoil it. So Nick will be <laughs> has a song in him for us at the end of this episode. Nick. Okay. Sticking with. Oh, I got to update the uh, F-bomb count because you left. Yeah. Oh. How many is that? Am I up to three? three so yes. <laughs> okay. So keeping again in the spirit of Halloween. We're discussing scary developers. Oh, no, it's all what the fuck? <laughs> Four. Yes. Four? Okay. And don't also apologies to all late listeners out there that the iTunes lies and says we're clean lyrics. <laughs> oh, it does. I forgot it. Oh, I yeah. Didn't know. Because, oh, yeah. We don't do it Sometimes. enough. But anyway, I forgot. Still said that. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Damn. What are they going to do? Censor us? <laughs> exactly. This is this is a free medium of the internet here. I'd give you so much work if you have to bleep out all. Oh, Oh my God, take, take so long. I don't, I don't have the time for that. Um, but anyway, so no, I, I kid. Not, it, it, but a little bit. It's true because we're talking about some recent news stories that have come out that are effect, that are greatly affecting games and the future of gaming as we know it. We've talked about on these subjects a little bit before. I think even recently, but they keep the news just keeps coming and it won't stop. And because so it's still a problem. It's, it's not like it's just going away. Exactly. So we are here to discuss these three news stories and they all have one common theme. Microtransactions and loot boxes. Boo. Well to one of those things. Boo. Yeah. Which one? Oh, yeah, I'm assuming microtransactions. You like the loot boxes. In certain contexts and we're going to talk about this more, loot boxes can be a good thing. Yes. If you are doing them properly. So we'll, we'll circle back around. I agree with that as well. So we're going to start off with the first big controversy surrounding loot boxes in general. Uh, and this one is on the heels of the closing of star Wars battlefront Two multiplayer beta. So in this multiplayer beta, you were able to get the option. You were able to take part in the up in the star card and loot box system. They just call them crates for this game. Basically the big thing with this one is that people were very upset with it because some of the star cards that you could unlock through the loot crates were able to 
enhance your performance in the game, per, give you sp- your character special abilities. It was not limited to only cosmetics. Yeah. So, but then there's also the option then to be able to in the full game, not in this game because it was just the beta, but in the full in the full game, you'll be able to buy crystals, which then allow you to with real money, which then allow you to purchase more crates. Yeah. So Thus, crystals are just like the in-game currency, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. That you use real money to buy crystals. Right. right, right, right. Which I don't know why they're calling them crystals because right, in Star Wars the currency money. is credits. God. <sighs> anyway. Well, I think because you use credits to buy stuff with in-game currency that you accrue, whatever. It's confusing, but crystals is stupid, and I don't like it. (laughs) But anyway, so this raised a lot of fears from players being like, uh, that's pay to win. I mean, Uh it expressly was pay to win. Anytime you have a loot box system like that where purchasing more loot boxes gives you a clear advantage in-game, that's pay to win. There's no two ways about it. Like, that's a black and white, and sometimes you don't get black and white situations like this, but it was absolutely pay to win. There's no, there's no cutting around the corners yeah. there. And EA came out and said that this is not the full final system. Like, they're obviously going <laughs> to the, tweak oh, yeah, it. He's it's going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, this is the full thing. Here's the fucking thing. <laughs> it, well, kind of exactly, because it's just like, you know, obviously they're like, okay, people don't like that. we got to fix they, it now. They, you know? see, surely they knew that when they made it. They're like, hey, we were not going to like this. But see, hey, I, see how much like, they could get under the exactly. radar. They're going to be like, who cares? I feel like they were trying to test the waters and see, like, how much can we put past them before right, they draw so. the line? That's always kind of how I feel like those big box gaming companies are thinking about it. How much will our consumer put up with mm-hmm. until yeah. they reach the limit? And I feel like this kind of crap is exactly that testing of the waters and I hate it. So VG 24 seven says that uh, is where we're getting this article talking about it. And they said that dice and EA sent out a thank you for playing post on the game's website saying we're humbled that so many of you t- quote, we're humbled that so many of you took time to not only try the star Wars battlefront two beta, but to share your thoughts with us too. Further on the post, they address the controversies in games, loot crate systems, stating that, quote, the complete system was not in the beta. We already talked about that. Um, they, so they provided a list of clarifications so that players could better understand the game's progression system. One, there are many things you can earn in the game, including weapons, attachments, credits, star cards, emotes, outfits, and victory poses. As a balance goal, they're working towards having the most powerful items in the game only earnable via in-game achievements. Okay, okay so that's okay. like, so that's, you know. You upgrade, you play, you achieve things, you get the good stuff. Right. That's been in games for forever. No calls about that. Uh, Three, crates will include a mix of star cards, outfits, emotes, or victory poses. Four players earn crates by completing challenges and other gameplay milestones or by purchasing them with in-game credits or crystals, our premium currency. If you get five, uh, yeah, five. If you get a duplicate star card in a crate, you'll get crafting parts, which you can then use to help upgrade the star card of your choice. And six, Lastly, you have the right to that you have to earn the right to be able to upgrade star cards and unlock most weapons. You can only upgrade or unlock them if you have reached a high enough rank, which is determined by playing the game. I do have a quick question about yes. all of this. I have no idea what the bejesus a star card is. Okay, so that's, those card. are the these, those are the um, abilities that you can use and that you can attach to your character. Oh, okay. And what, they come like, in crates. What, what so you open a crate, you get a star card. You get a, you can and, get a star card, a getting an ability. Victory pose. Yes. Okay. Star card. So the star, so the star card can be like, uh, for the trooper class in this one, the basic assault class, you, one of the, uh, things you could use is uh, like a recon dart that you would shoot out. It would do oh, a quick scan, okay. show you where enemies were. Can oh, star okay. cards be, or once you get it, it's, you have it for the rest of the game or it's yes. like you can use it just once or twice. No, no you have it for the rest of the game. It's like a, you use it. And then it has a recharge time, like abilities in Overwatch and okay. stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then so, but then there are some that say 
enhance your abilities, enhance your team's abilities and things like that. And those are have a longer cooldown and stuff like that, but they're still there and they're still unlockable via Loot Crate. I unlocked a couple just in the time I played in so the beta. So you did play the beta? Yeah, yeah. Did you? No. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, figured, I figured you guys weren't, yeah, no, weren't really no, into it that much. <laughs> um, I don't even know what a star card is. <laughs> so it, this article includes with saying, it still sounds like a player could spend a heap of cr- crystals and suddenly find themselves in a much better win rate, but I guess we'll know for sure if the game has balance issues once it's released on November 17th. Well, so even if they are planning to balance the game further down the line, that still kind of brings up the problem of early adopters that choose to drop a bunch of cash to get those items early on mm-hmm. are still going to have a clear advantage Advantage over users that are playing the game at its natural progression right. and getting those types of items over time. So it still feels like there's going to be a really easy way for the lazier and better off players to just accumulate a massive amount of advantages early on. And that's yeah. that's going to really suck because if that happens in early adoption, I feel like people are going to get really frustrated with that system fast and you're probably going to have either drop off or more people falling into this trap of microtransactions. Right. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is with this, too, you know, you make up a great point. And the point of why these things keep trying to be, you know, developers keep trying to to pass off these loot crates and these almost pay to win systems and things like that is because there are still the people out there who are going to pay it. So the customer demands it. They're going to try to supply it. And that's the. You know, uh, that's and, interesting. And that's who's the, to blame then? Exactly. You so know? it kind of it kind of works off of that. And one of these articles, too, which we'll get to in a little bit. um, also brought up a, a fair point, which I was like, oh, that doesn't make sense. That does make sense. And why the, the developers have been looking for more ways to monetize on these is because the price of a full, a full price video game has stayed the same, fifty nine ninety five mm-hmm. since the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. So 2005, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that and th- so and as you can imagine, with inflation and everything else, like that's that's what makes it difficult to want to be like, OK, we can't just stay with that. We have to offer these other things, other ways for us to make money off of it, because the industry hasn't decided that it's time to up the price of a game, which granted would be a sad day when that came. But also, I'm more inclined to just I'd pay seventy five dollars for a game if that meant I got everything and they yeah. could just win loot boxes and customizable items. And then if there was still the option, if people wanted to have the option to pay to get better uh, cosmetic things in that game and I could still just win, win them by unlocking I'm fine with that that and for me this is a personal preference I find cosmetic enhancements so much more valuable me than too. a play like like yeah. I, and maybe that's a personal thing and but like paying to get de- better abilities would just feels lame I so mean to, give I, it, it, to really me it takes good, away enjoyment yeah, yeah, it's it like does. it's like and, and it would be so much cooler if they had just a big spread of different cosmetics and yeah. these like eight or ten over here are ultra ultra rare so if you see someone with that it means they got you know they've been playing for x amount of time stuff like that there was stuff like you know even in halo 2 like the ranking system was super special because each rank had a special symbol that came with it so if you saw that symbol it meant something to that person you know it meant something that they had worked x amount of time to get there it was super great and now it's like this guy has this cool colored gun but he probably just maybe bought it or whatever but it's it's even with um so, for example, with Overwatch, you with competitive, you play competitive long enough, you get the competitive points, which then you can use to buy golden versions of right. the weapons. That is an easy in-game signifier, similar yeah. to what you're saying, that this person has spent a lot of time. Right, they're quite good. that's the kind of thing that you can't purchase in-game exactly. credits to get those. Those yeah. only come from play points. Right. And that's so, yes. much and more interesting. You see someone with yes. that, you're like, they've 
play at Overwatch a lot, they're probably pretty good and they deserve it. Or, yeah. right, or right. It doesn't really matter what skin they're wearing per se because that's just luck of the draw loot boxes. And, I, and you can optionally spend money to get more loot yeah. boxes, but Which it's I usually, purely for cosmetics. To be fair, it's I usually do that. You, yeah. In a, sure. for, it's for not the, to get, uh, events. Oh, I've done it too. I've done it where I've bought like a couple of more loot boxes because I didn't get a skin I really, really wanted. Yeah. And I don't mind doing that because it's sheerly for cosmetic value that I have placed an arbitrary amount of compassion, of, of care and passion about. Yeah. Whereas if you were buying additional skins that gave you some sort of extra ability, that's where I draw the line at. That's not fair. Yeah, right, right. right. And I also think it, you could easily make the argument that developers, developers might find that consumers will even find more addictive value about trying to earn these things rather than trying to pay for them early on. If like you have to like make a, a real point of like you do not get anything until 40 hours of gameplay, and that's when you can start to unlock things. I think that would be just as that might be more like better. Yeah, it might be, you know, than like, hey, you can get if you pay a little bit, you can get all this stuff. I mean, that to me is geared towards like 12 year olds that have their parents credit. I mean, a great example <laughs> of that. We're going to get back to I that. Mean, it is. We're actually going to get back to that here in a couple yeah. of minutes. I had the next story that we're going to talk about deals a lot with my concerns about the younger generation yes. of gaming. Yeah. But to get to your point of not being able to pay for these types of rewards, the Dark Souls series is an excellent example of that. It's just grind and pain. <laughs> and personal great. sadness, it. but it's, it's blood, sweat, and tears, yeah. and all you're and doing it for is exciting. the glory. That's literally right. all you're yeah. getting. Yeah. You don't even get anything that well. You get some pretty cool gear in the series. Yeah. Uh, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, all of those are really games that focus on uh, some problems that we're talking about later in the series are single player largely story and action-based games that have a very heavy emphasis on just sticking it out just yeah. being the just best being the baller you can yeah. just being the player playing right. the game and there's no real outside value not even necessarily a multiplayer value whereas a lot of microtransactions in gaming happen in these massive multiplayer games yeah very true That's a good point so you know so obviously people are worried about that well obviously i'm planning on getting battlefront 2 because of star wars was it fun it was i, I enjoyed yeah, it it and looks cool and they're saying that they're giving so much more there's going to be so much more into it yeah. in the than in the first battlefront uh i mean for one they're giving us a single story a single player campaign yeah there are like three times more locations there's like 18 locations as opposed to like five or six or whatever that yeah. were in the old one tons of way more playable hero characters uh it Expands all three uh, p- time periods of the Star Wars movies, so it's it's, it's going to be. It, it looks it really great, perfect. and it looks really fun. And from what I play with, it was really fun. Um, so obviously, it'll be interesting to see how much the the loot crate system changes by the time the game is actually released. But talking more about microtransactions and loot boxes, moving on to the next topic is that it was recently uncovered that Activision filed a patent for for a. Uh, for a system. Wait, real quick. I want to say this because it was literally cracking me up when I read it. So the story itself is horrifying and I despise it. But my favorite part of the entire story was that Activision has essentially, uh, they got approved for a patent on a thing to do with microtransactions in gaming. But the title of the patent itself is just excellent. It is aptly titled the system and method for driving microtransactions in multiplayer video games. I was like, wow, that's really on the nose. I appreciate your honesty. 
honesty, Activision. Yeah, I hate pretty, what you're doing, but I appreciate the honesty. That's exactly what it's doing. So this is where this article that we're referencing here is from Polygon, and it's why microtransaction haters should and shouldn't worry about Activision's DLC patent. So basically, the summary of this. So it was recent. Like I said, it was filed by Activision in 2015 and was approved just this week. The it's patent a, office is very backlogged. And this and this uh, and this was uh, October 18th was the published date of this article. Um, it says is adding to mounting concerns from players and the increasing presence of microtransactions in big, big budget multiplayer games. And with a name like quote system and method for driving <laughs> microtransactions in multiplayer video games end quote <laughs> and details on how to influence buyers through the matchmaking process, it's no surprise that the patent is further fueling the firestorm. So basically, in summary of what this is is that it the, the system that they've devised is that they will pair junior players of a game. So let's say, for example, even though they have said that this is, system is not in use in Destiny 2, we're going to use that as an example. Okay. Desti- because Destiny 2 is an Activision published In game. fact, they did say they haven't used the system in any game yet. Right. Okay. So, so it's not so, out so there. So far, it's not in effect. They may it's not, not even actually, use it ever. Yeah. Yeah. It was just something they they a road they were considering going down. Basically, so let's say... You're playing the Crucible in Destiny. Yes. You're you're brand new, which you fairly are in mm-hmm. Destiny 2 right now still. Mm-hmm. You're learning your ways. <laughs> and so you're actually probably coming up against this a little bit just in general because you're playing against people who have been playing for a, for a while. You're getting owned by people who are a lot more experienced and with have way better guns. And you're like, man, I wish I could play against that gun or play and have that gun so I could be competitive with mm-hmm. these people. So basically what it does is that. It, pit, it will pit junior players against experienced players who have these items. Intentionally. These, intentionally. Uh-huh. The, the junior player is then incentivized to be like, man, if I want to be good, I got to have that weapon. Mm-hmm. They go pay money to buy said weapon. Uh-huh. Then they go back into the crucible and then they are pl- placed against junior players uh-huh. who don't have that weapon so that they feel... OP. Okay, well, that's not a good thing. It's sick. So it's <laughs> yeah, sick. it's sick. Yeah, it's that's sick. disgusting. That's a disgusting yeah. and manipulative. It's uh, insanely I, manipulative. I can't even... That's the kind of stuff that makes me like hate capitalism. I'm yeah, like, that's America! A, that's a dark like, spot. I know that it's not... It's the way of economics. I understand that they need to monetize sure. the system. Sure. But that's, but that's uh, a level of manipulation that seems to be intentionally geared at younger players. Because I yes. know... I realize that they are using the term junior players in the sense of junior Experience. in the game. Low level but news, I also see, Yeah, but I also see it very much as, hey, who's a giant market for mul- massive multiplayer online? gaming young people mm-hmm. little kids well like how many times have you been on overwatch and you heard a little little kid get Man, on and, the you devil. Like, and you were like get out of here kid you don't belong here but they're out there yeah and they often do have access to their parents credit cards or maybe they're on their parents playstation plus account or yep. whatever microsoft has gold i don't know yeah, whatever yeah, they've got and so gold. they they are especially <laughs> susceptible shiny, shiny to these Sorry. types of marketing <laughs> ploys and it's just like i hate that yeah i hate advertising Advertising directed towards children in general, and I hate this system that they really would have very limited concept of what was happening and why it was it utter also teaches bullshit. you a like bad lesson. I think it it's well, not so a that, good yeah. teacher of, oh, no. of hard work no. and competitiveness. Like you know, I do get owned, but I'm like, or sportsmanship. Fuck it. I'm this gonna, isn't even yeah. good sportsmanship. I do get this owned, and sometimes I don't. And when I don't, I'm like, I'm. 
I'm moving on. That's yeah. the that's life. Like, yeah. like you're, it's not. You cannot take shortcuts, and that's a shortcut. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and and I say, and that's a very fair point. What you're saying about it being specifically younger audiences and younger gamers being more susceptible to this is because they didn't grow up in the age of games that we had. No, it's so where they didn't have to we struggle. Should have a, that would be a very interesting topic of conversation. What it would be like Ooh. to grow up in gaming industry nowadays. As a child, I mean, yeah. Nick, Nick, as a I know. My neighbor is a kid over yeah. here. Hey, like, hey, talk to hey, him. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining it for the rest of us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? We're gonna tie him to a chair. Put <laughs> the spotlight on exactly. him. I don't know what you're missing. Interrogation going on here. Growing up in the worst time. <laughs> because no, we grew up. We didn't. We had. I mean, granted, yeah, we had like Game Shark or whatever cheat codes that we could get and have. That to, was only if you were rich. It, but yeah, those, were even, those were shortcuts, though. And, they, were. they were shortcuts, but they were more for fun. Like they didn't necessarily like there were ones that would be like oh you have a limited ammo and most people i knew who played with or even me when i played this i got those after i'd already played yeah. the game usually and that's when i just wanted to went back to to have fun <laughs> the, the i speak for myself but you have the integrity and the grit to get through a game <laughs> and so, yourself but now you know a lot of new gamers are jumping into gaming and that's all they know you know and i don't i'm sure there it's online what are like the stats of these play to win like so something like this or something comparable that already does exist like how many people actually you buy microtransaction type content those are numbers i would love to i would love we to should, see we honestly yeah. should I'm have looked into curious. this before we yeah. did this hindsight's <laughs> <laughs> well, 2020 I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's good because people continue to yeah. put it in their game I mean, yeah if, if it wasn't profitable people wouldn't be doing it but but me you us and all my friends are like this is stupid yeah so maybe i don't know maybe a lot of people and, think but it's stupid. what's the what's the common factor between me, you, us, and all of our friends. We're all the same age. Right. We're all, We're all adults. We, we don't have the same level of not ignorance, naivete. Yeah. We don't have the same naivete and, about and how the industry works. Right. And we have the ability to say, that's horse apples, and I'm not going to do that because yeah. XYZ reasons. Right. And, I'm, and this is a different type of conversation. I'm sure the iPhone actually has the largest numbers of microtransaction sales. That's I don't know, yeah, why like the app store and stuff like that. That's why I put Android that's like the, is king. That's the that's the <laughs> base of any mobile game is like being is like they get you in, they get you to play it, and then they were like, oh, you can do this faster. Yeah. Now you know. I feel like mobile gaming is sort of a different section than what we're talking it about. It is now that, no, different because you're not paying sixty dollars yeah, for a mobile game. This is specifically in relation to what we would currently know as big budget AAA frequently online games. Yes, and how this kind of ties into our next story. So the next story that we're going to talk about is the closing of Visceral Studios. So Visceral Games is like a subsidiary of EA, isn't that correct? Or it's like a studio Visceral, of EA. Yeah, was it EA owned? Oh, yeah. So, but really quick before we do, do oh. jump into that is because, the you know, obviously this came out and there are several big things coming out that uh, Activision has a hand in, such as, you know, like Call of Duty World War II coming out in the beginning of November. And so, you know, everybody, they're it. still don't saying, no, I'm getting it. Because, no, don't do it. I mean, I'm not going to play the microtransactions. But, Sheeple. <laughs> but no, but so, but so you're right. Done. So like people are, people are very concerned about this for good reason, but obviously Activision had used it yet and it's for a reason. So hopefully the reason is because they be like you know what no this is not yeah, what if I they mean, just got it to get it so no one else can no, use so it what if they're the that's, good guys that's a very that's <laughs> a very know. common yeah. tactic it in is. patenting just is that you it. patent something just because you think we might have 
a great idea. Right. We're not sure, but we think it could be a killer idea. Yeah. We're going to go on ahead and patent it. That way nobody else can right. take it. Right. And even it's if you just strategy. sit on that patent forever until it expires, it's a, that's, it's a still a, that's still a viable business strategy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nintendo yeah. will patent the craziest stuff you've ever heard of. And you're like, Nintendo? And then you never see that product come to life. Right. Because, or you do eventually see it and it's radically changed from what they originally patented. Yeah. Because it is just a common business strategy. All types of industries file bullshit patents that they may or may not ever use. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So point. before we jump to the next one, then, do you want to do Moment with Moment? Oh, yes. Quick? I do have many things to discuss. So it's going to be a super exciting end of the month in gaming. Woo-hoo! But first, well, no, I guess we'll start with the uh, out now and coming soons. So out now, we have Just Dance 2018 for PS4, Xbox One, Just and PC. Is that the... I don't think that's the theme song. It's Hate all you people. Okay, moving right along. And then, of course, the end of this month is the powerhouse. Mario Odyssey is out Friday, Ooh. October 27th. If you're not Praise a fan me. of Nintendo and you I, you, I don't know, you have a corrupted moral compass, which I assume is the only way you wouldn't like Mario, uh, you could also play Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, <laughs> nice. which I'm also looking forward to a lot for a different reasons. Uh, so it's coming out for everything except the Switch, also October 27th. And last, but it comes out later for the Switch. Yes, it does, it does yeah. but not the, not on launch day. Not on launch day, but it no, will so come later. So on launch day, it's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, I believe. And quick, then, quick note on Wolfenstein Two: if you have not played Wolfenstein: The New Order or the Old Blood, its expansion DLC, The Old Blood, you can buy that now in a dual pack at Target. I've seen it and boom. actually purchased it. Ooh, so, yeah, and it includes inside it a like Wolfenstein Two rebate. Ooh, oh. Oh, that's really Whee! see that's good marketing so that's good marketing right if you there. haven't played the the original two to this new reboot of the wolfenstein series you might want to check that out never too late people and then also out at the end of this month i don't know why you would play it because it deserves to die but assassin's creed origins <laughs> is coming out to everything but the switch as well <laughs> october 27th and then another series that just needs to call it a day and or a life Coming soon, Call of Duty World War II. That looks good, though. November it good. 3. It also coming out for everything except the Switch. Thank God. Uh, and anyways. For now. For now. <laughs> it might, bitch, it might. But no, so, <laughs> I will touch, we'll touch qu- quickly on the, on the Assassin's Creed thing. It does have some of these old things. It, in, actually, you know what? No, I'll save that for this next part. <laughs> I'll save this for this, for this next. I have more thoughts mind. than this. I have more thoughts, and I don't want to take up the time of Moment with Moment. And then we do have some interesting news. So it's not the news I wanted in the slightest, but it's news nonetheless. Uh, Animal Crossing is getting a Nintendo Direct the day this airs, October 24th. Ooh, it's huh. going to be at, I believe, 10 p.m. Central Time and or 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, and it's going to be about the new Animal Crossing title for mobile. Oh, so you're not getting that switch. No. So this is horse apples. I am very displeased with this, but I'm still interested to at least see what it is. Who knows? Maybe it isn't mobile trash. Are you upset enough about it to add another count to your... 
no, I'm not that upset. I'm okay. saving those for Uncharted. <laughs> 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 and then in other news, a SNES-themed 3DS Ooh, XL. I did see that you today. You saw that, didn't you? SNES. Oh, that looked cool. So it's already out, I believe, in Japan and maybe Europe, but the SNES-themed 3DS XL will be coming to the U.S. available at the end of November, so November 27th. And then, Zach, this is you news. This is for me. Good news for backwards compatibility. The Xbox, <gasps> yeah, you saw this. The Xbox One X, they just announced, will feature additional enhancements not only for old Xbox One titles, but some selected Xbox 360 titles Word. as well. Word. Most Word. notably among those, uh, ha- uh, the original Assassin's Creed, Whoa. Halo 3, awesome. uh, Fallout 3, and Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I was like, this is everything exactly. They also <laughs> said like some massive improvements, too, I think, for the Master Chief Collection See, also. See, oh, you got to wow. let me get to it. Oh, it was sorry. further sorry. down sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just excited about this yeah, news. No, so that was just the end of it. So this is also good news for the Master Chief Collection because it's planned that they're going to be releasing a bunch of new enhancements for that as well. Really? Which what what are they going to do for it? I think Who just knows? like some just more maybe a touch of like... Te- like gir- just an the extra... Halo Reach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it in there. Well, no, it's probably more like... It's probably more like the like graphic upgrades yeah. small, to like I'm sure. take more advantage of the 4K I'm capabilities sure, yeah. of the X. I'm sure it's not going to be like humongous. Yeah. yeah, and then for all of you fighting game fans out there, Dragon Ball Fighters uh, with a Z at the end there. I was saying for the longest time, Dragon Ball Fighters Z. Turns out that's not how you're supposed to say it. <laughs> it is in fact Fighters. My bad. Uh, anyways, they just did finally get an official release date of January 26, 2018, which is a big improvement of the ambiguous 2018. Who knows when that was previ- previously available for the title. Nice. It's going to be coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and if you pre-order the game, you will have some beautiful cosmetics. Uh, Blue Super Saiyan, Goku, and Vegeta available from day one if you pre-order now, people. There you go. There you go. Tempting. Mm. Yeah, very tempting. How about, okay, two things I'm going to add. All right. Nintendo Switch can take 30-second clips. Oh, yeah, that's right. They updated that. Yeah, that's right. New updates. I I forgot about that. How did I forget that? Because it was like a... You know, it was on YouTube. It came up quickly. Yeah. yeah. Just like dropped in. And Xbox got a new interface. They update. did, which Ooh. I like. You do like. Dis- I do like. I, I, so I, I like a lot. I like how it's less cluttered yes. on the home screen. Oh my God. So much better. Um, I, you know what? I actually like it too. The only reason I was hesitant to say like I said it like that was because all my friends don't like it. But I don't know why. They're like, so well, it takes like more clicks to get. To get <laughs> well, I'll fix that problem for you. Get new friends. <laughs> <laughs> fix your problem. No. <laughs> Where the world is off your shoulders now. <laughs> Well, they said it takes it, it takes more clicks <laughs> to get to your friends list. Is that true? I don't know. I, I haven't. And it, I, I haven't tested how many clicks it was at the beginning with. So I, I don't know. The only time I, I turned it on because I'd actually because I've been trying to uh, power through the game that I that I'm going to be talking about for next week's episode on when we talk about our horror games. I've been trying to get through that one, so I haven't been on my Xbox okay. as much in the last few days. But I got on it today to install. Cuphead. Oh, which I saw I, that. Nice, nice. Good for you. So I'm ready to challenge Prepare myself. To rage quit. Oh yeah, I'm probably gonna rage yeah, quit all day. Hard. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was. You should get it. It was it's a fun for the thing. One console you own. Yeah, it was a fun thing yesterday. Thing Sam and I were just like, <laughs> my my parents left and all that, and we were just kind of bored. And we were like, let's spend some money today. So we gave each other like a, an amount. Good. Must be nice. <laughs> an amount that we could that we had to spend, and so like I bought a. On a whim, too, because I was like, I'll play this eventually, probably. And it's real cheap. Mass Effect Andromeda for $20. Whoa. Oh, wow. Andromeda was only 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Cuphead. I got Cuphead also, which is only $20. I will give you 20 bucks if you get to Andromeda. 
All right. <laughs> and get past Write where I got past. down. Get, you have to get past where I got past. We need a new channel in the Discord. Then, uh, arbitrary bets. I know, yeah. <laughs> Place your bets here, Place ladies and gentlemen. Place your bets. His backlog is so big, he will never get done. <laughs> I know, I still have to... You know what? I'll raise you, you know another what? $20. <laughs> bet the Jack Woods bet. All right, all right, all right. We're going to add that to the... To the <laughs> 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 but no, and then, uh, and then I also bought the, Star, the original Star Trek soundtrack. So Starcraft soundtrack. Oh, cool. Ooh, oh, I nice. think I saw that on Instagram yeah. story or Very something. Nice. So, uh, but yeah, so Cuphead, I'll be playing that one Cuphead. soon. I'll be talking about how uh, terrible I, I uh, mean, how much I hate my life. If anything is a bastion of hope in the landscape of modern gaming, it's Cuphead. Cuphead, it's Cuphead is Cuphead. it's the most original yeah. title I think I've seen Long in. Time. 15 years. Oh, yeah. Whoa. That's probably an exaggeration. 10 but years. But I get it. Yes, but yes. Exaggerate yeah, I mean, to make a point. That's the exaggerate <laughs> for effect. For effect. Hyperbole. <laughs> it really is. It's the most innovative and amazingly outside the box title I've ever seen or Agreed. heard. Yeah. The sound effects, the music. It's just an astonishing game. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited I'm for really, you to pet I'm really it. excited to get into it, too. Live stream. Live oh, stream. Oh, I probably will. Yes. And I'm trying to get Sam into it too. She said that she's I want to see. I want to see Sam. I if can't you talk. live stream on Xbox, do you use Twitch or Mixer? Twitch. I use Twitch. Okay. Mixer. I get out of here with that Mixer. Who the hell hey, is they're really are... pushing Mixer. Are Xbox they? is trying to push Mixer, and it's yeah. just not going to happen. Is it Mixer with just an R, or does it have an ER? I think it might. It's an ER. Is okay, it yeah. just check. It seems like they would drop the. E. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Try to make it edgy. Try to make it edgy. No vowels. MXR. So this is another quick thing before we jump into the last to the last topic or the last article here. That's somewhat similar again to what we're talking about. I also saw today that. That Warner Brothers Games and Lego announced that they are going to cease production of new additions to Lego Dimensions, which is the game that had the like add-on like sets that you could build, oh. and then kind of that toys come to life thing <laughs> genre. That's really like sad. with the uh, the Skylanders. <laughs> I'm trying to be thing. sad. Shut up. <laughs> well, no, it's, I mean I don't play this game. It's it's a it's. <laughs> I just then saw why are this. we talking Nor about it? Because it's another kind of way of like uh, incentivizing and, and having more buy-in than just the base level game. That's, right. that's what I'm talking about. Yes. So it's interesting that this m- mode doesn't seem to be one to take off near mm-hmm. as well. Because it seems that Skylanders is re- – because Disney had it, Disney Infinity. They already shuttered that. And, then, and now LEGO Dimensions is following it. So far, Skylanders is going strong. Uh, but then, you know, it's also similar to with like Amiibo and things like that. So it's, yeah. it's interesting that those are like the last two holdouts of this. Yeah. Okay. But the last bit of uh, news that recently came up is that EA has shut down Visceral stu- Visceral Games, which made great games in the past, such as uh, Dante's Inferno, which sparked a very interesting discussion. It did. On a, Apparently on a, there was a dong slider that we didn't even know about. No, I, w- I had to go back and do my research. Did you, did you go back and play the game? No, I went back and just watched <laughs> the game fight. The devil in Dante's Inferno does have a massive dick. That is huh. And you just see it. It's just <laughs> out. Yeah, I feel like that's a good move. It yeah. is. It's, it's, Equality it's, in gaming. It's, yeah, it's surprising. I, I just, it's, it's out there. It's somehow, just out there. Somehow when I, I played this game, it. when I played it's this game there. for the first time, did not see it. But then I went, so like, so when uh, it, it was one of our, it was, came up on our Discord chat and then one of our, one of our patrons over there, Riven Rise Against, he was like, yeah, this, 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 the Devil's Dong is in Dante's Inferno. I was like, <laughs> Devil's Dong. I was like, no, nah, you're thinking of this new Conan game that just came out that did have like a Dong slider. And he was like, oh, contraire. Yeah. Good Here sir. are articles backing up my claims and I was like my god <laughs> <laughs> sir right, you spit your tea out 
Oh my god. Oh my god. I, how did I miss this? Surely you just. Because I, I would think that I would be one to notice a massive thing. Oh, uncouth by Milor Jared standards. What? What, what, what? Because oh. he spit out Mountain Dew. Yeah. This is too. What? Shocking. Shocking. Yeah, so I went back, watched the video. Sure enough, the devil's dick is in there and it's big. There you go. It's big. So it should be. And yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. That makes sense. To me. It does make sense. But it was. It was I was. It, I did Were not you remember shaking? it. I was, just because I didn't. Remember, I was like, how did I play this game and not notice? It's huge. But anyway. So EA. So Visceral Games produced the, the Dante's Dick. <laughs> dick Inferno. Uh, they also more recently made that Battle, be the Battlefield. That should be the sequel. <laughs> Battlefield Hardline, and then also the uh, Dead Space series. Oh, they I forgot those they are did all. Dead Space. I mean, Hardline I don't really know about, but at least Hardline seemed like a, a, a risk in a, in a sense. I don't well, know. It seemed maybe. a little bit of a, of a like departure. A, yeah, a departure. Visceral like seemed a, to almost to be like EA's cool. make horror games. Yeah, kind of thing. cool. Dead, people love Dead Space. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a great game. Great game so far. <laughs> Actually, this is a quick burn on you for real quick. Uh, <laughs> oh, let me go bro, back and do a burn. Bro, me and Bro Mogan were texting, and he was like, out of nowhere, Bro Mogan was like, "So I see Jarrett time traveled back to 2012 and is playing Dead Space." <laughs> Like, yeah, because I've been getting, burn. I've been getting uh, no reason. <laughs> no, it's not for no reason. It's no, it's there's no reason. I'm it's talking Jared's about Bro Mogan's unnecessary shade. Oh, I like, see. I was uh, like, yeah. good for you, bro. No, Keeping yeah. up the family that, tradition. That, that mean, that it's almost a compliment. And it's hurtful. <laughs> it's a compliment. Yeah, because I wanted to try out this great yeah. game. And then, yeah, then right on the heels of it, it's like, EA shuts down Visceral. I was like, oh. oh <laughs> but, uh, maybe it's because you started playing Maybe. I am that influential in the gaming space. You're the gauge. But anyway, so they shut down this game. And they shut down the studio, and they're they're planning on just shuffling employees who were working for it. They're sh- planning on trying to shuffle as many as they can to other positions at other studios. So the so silver that's lining good. is there's yeah, supposed people to be not massive layoffs. Yes, oh, exactly. that's good. Yeah, which is very good, um, and hopefully all those people will be able to place very be able to be placed very soon. But the big thing that's kind of coming out of this also is that Visceral had been working on for the past three to four years a new Star Wars game that oh, was going wow. to be a very linear story story based game not necessarily taking on the role of like Battlefront or things like that there were more multiplayer focused this one's supposed to be very story driven in you know similar fashion to games like Horizon Zero Dawn and other big open world mm-hmm. uh story-driven mm-hmm. games. It is worth noting that this uh, Star Wars title was never officially announced and never really had even a real name. No. So, so even though it had a, been in development yeah. for so long, it never They've shown really, off yeah. little bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. It um, never got to the point of being officially announced. Right. right. But this is slightly, for me, being a Star Wars game fan, it's, just, yeah, it's, gotta be. it's disheartening because this is now the second one that has been, which they're saying, it's not canceled. They're sending it to... Uh, which which studio they're is it? This is another polygon. This is another polygon article that we're getting this yeah. from, uh, and it's, it's uh, EA Vancouver, Vancouver, right? Yes, yeah. thank you. Uh, and so they're going to be taking it over, but changing it up, switching it up, and retooling it. But the thing is, it seems that they're going to be putting adding in another multiplayer emphasis on this game. Hmm. So, but the so the thing is, is for me, I sit here, I'm like, this sucks because a few years ago, before Disney bought Lucasfilm. They had a game in development uh, that was called Star Wars 1313 that was going to be taking place on like the main capital planet Coruscant and you were going to be a bounty hunter. Many people were thinking possibly Boba Fett uh, and and it would take more place in the criminal underworld in the Star Wars universe. People were super excited about it. Disney bought Lucasfilm and shortly thereafter Star Wars 1313 was canceled. Now, here we are again. We were promised another 
big linear story driven Star Wars game. And that looks like to be gone by the wayside now, too. Damn. So. Which is an interesting thing to consider because Star Wars has such massive appeal. Right. And such an entrenched fan base. I know. So it is a little bit concerning. But in terms of the article, a big thing that they were pushing was that they seem to be of the opinion that this is like the end of single player gaming. Right. Which that's the part that I was like. Pusha. Like, literally. Like, that won't no. happen? What I do agree is changing is the ability of big box gaming companies to produce these types of titles. Right. Because when you are that massive of a studio, you have tons of people that you have to employ. You have to turn profit. You have to, have to, have to. Whereas if you're a studio of. Eight to 13 people. Yeah, it's great if you turn a profit. That's right. the whole point. But it wasn't necessarily. The goal per se. Most smaller studios are putting, uh, at least from the outside perspective, a ton of heart and soul into their games. They have an internal mission. Whereas once you get to the size of studios like EA and Activision, AAA gaming, they don't have that much room to take huge risks and try to make these new single player IPs. They have to turn profit. They have to meet shareholder expectations. Yep. And if they don't, they could go under. Which leads into the point I made earlier about this ar- this article specifically. So here's the, a little excerpt from that. Plenty of games still get released in stores as $60 box products, but these days the story rarely ends there. Most publishers plan to supplement retail games with add-on content, whether through expansions and season pass or virtual trinkets via microtransactions. The latter is increasingly prevalent. The marketplace has been moving toward the free-to-play model for years. And one of the business's fundamental shifts is that we're now at a place where seemingly every other hope high-profile new release this fall is raising players' hackles with an exploitative microtransaction scheme. So again, so what we've been talking about earlier in this, um, later on where, here we go. So it says later on in the article, you can complain all you want about the infestation of microtransactions and full price games, but it's worth understanding why they're becoming more pervasive. And this allows to what you were just saying, the economics of this strain of triple a game development dictate publishers decisions in this arena. Budgets have skyrocketed in the high definition era, right along with players expectations. Meanwhile, the retail price of a full game in quotes in the article has stayed at 59.99 since the Xbox 360's launch kicked off in the previous console generation in 2005, 12 years ago. That makes it more risky and challenging for publishers to justify pouring tens of millions of dollars, not to mention the work of hundreds of developers over multiple years into a project that may not strike a chord with customers. The article also makes the point that really the only people who seem to have the budget and ability to do this now are the platform owners themselves, such as Sony and Sony Sony. Xbox's um, personally owned uh, developers like Naughty Dog, uh, not Bundy, what's the other one? Three, four, three industries and things like that who have the the money because they have the clout of the platform, the people who are supplying the console. Mm -hmm. They have those the money and the big and the big pocket deep pockets to be able to spend on these more immersive things. That's why those companies are the ones putting out games like Uncharted Four, Horizon Zero Dawn, etc. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's an interesting thing because that's and so that ties into these other two topics that we've been talking about is that that's why these microtransactions are becoming a bigger thing. So that leads to the question, what if we don't like microtransactions, what is the fix? Well, I mean, we're and obviously of, we're not going to be the ones who influence yeah. that, but we can share our own thoughts on it. Well, we're kind of already seeing it with the Nintendo Switch's games because they're already uh, people are calling it the Switch tax, where Switch games are already at a higher price point naturally than other games are. Yeah, it does kind of suck that you're having to pay more for a comparable quality game, but I get it. 
Like, yeah. it's time. It is I time. understand that it's time. We need to start paying more for these massive, good quality games if we're going to expect to get the kind of experiences that we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alternatively, and I think this is true for primarily the type of market that uh, at least me and Zach, you to a certain extent, would start to shift our own consumer focus, maybe away from these big box games, which largely aren't able to deliver on the types of stories that I personally am interested Mm -hmm. in, and shift that towards smaller games and smaller studios that are delivering the types of stories that I want, like Firewatch is a great example of that. Small studio, not a full price game, maximum value. Like That was such a rewarding game for me, and I feel like that's where a lot of particularly single-player gaming, could be heading. More to kind of, not necessarily niche, but a different direction than especially these big-box AAA gaming studios are going. Mm -hmm. They have to drive profits. They're largely going to multiplayer platforms for a lot of their games. Even if it's not expressly multiplayer only, it's going to be a huge component of every game. Even in Uncharted 4, which was a story game by and large, they still had a multiplayer mode that was almost entirely driven by microtransactions. And to be fair, so does games like The Last of Us. Yeah, and uh, even so did Tomb Raider. So mm-hmm. did uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Which I did not understand Tomb Raiders. No, it I, made no sense. I think to your point is w- if we see a shift from these bigger studios making more multiplayer-oriented games and less story-driven games, you are going to see a counterculture that already exists in the yes. indie world scene. I think everything's going to be fine. Yeah, like, I, think, I do too. I'm not, not overly worried about it either. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm more upset that I've lost another. Yeah, like, well, well, it could and, have and, been a potentially great Star Wars and, game. And these bigger studios have the ability to make unbelievably great, powerful storytelling games. Oh, if yeah. they choose to, which they have to, to go with whatever is more appealing, that's fine. And you're just going to find more indie studios coming exactly. out making these really good exactly. single player experiences. And you might even see a, a shift like 10 years down the line of like, if you want to play a single player game, you go. This the indie. Yeah. If you want to play multiplayer, you go AAA or something. Or I think that kind of the uh, rogue horse still is, for example, Nintendo because for yeah, Nintendo Breath of the Wild, no multiplayer sold massively. Yeah, yep. it was great. a single player story, arguably <laughs> driven game yeah. that sold massively and moved consoles. Yeah. So I don't think in any way, shape, or form that like the article ridiculously implied that single player campaign games are dead. They even they have a highlight, a headline inside the article that a solo is going the way of the dodo. No, no. that's not no. true. That's the false. I think that's ab- it's empirically false. It's, <laughs> it's like factually false. That's absolutely yeah. not true. Zach hates people. He hates all people. All people. <laughs> he, he has that's to be able fact. to game alone. <laughs> I, I enjoy single player games way more than a multiplayer. Yeah, and, and I, I think that that market will never go away. No. It may no. change its form, but I don't yeah. think it's ever going to go away. Well, and the same argument could be said, you know, in a another world that we're slightly familiar with is, you know, in the, in the sense of movies and everything, Hollywood suddenly made this huge switch to making big budget blockbuster films that followed either previously made franchises or rebooting old, older movies that have been done at when that was going on. And people were bemoaning this of like, Oh, there's no good movies coming out of Hollywood. There was a small, the indie film was doing shot up and is becoming, and now indie independent studios like a 24 and Anna Perina, you know, pictures they're doing Excellent yeah. and making great, great movies films that are getting attention. Oh yeah, great reviews and they're out there in theaters. Exactly. It's wor- and, you know, it, it, it's it's the way of the world. Exactly. It is. <laughs> and so yeah. we rotate so, the world. So that's pretty much what kind of is a good way to sum up this. Is yeah, this is just a new phase of the gaming industry. What, yeah. we're, what we're witnessing here with the with the birth of in preva- prevalence 
of microtransactions and loot boxes and things like this and a shift to multiplayer is yeah that may happen and that may have and that may go on for a few years but eventually people are going to have their fill of that and be like hey you guys remember when we played the witcher 3 and how awesome that was or how or halo one i mean i mean the halo series always had multiplayer but they had great stories but they had great (laughs) stories to go along with it or you know the horizon zero dawns the tomb raiders and things like that but like you guys remember those man i wish developers would be making would make those a bit more again and then it'll switch back yeah Yeah, it will it's a pendulum it's always going back and forth so this is just a temporary swing and i do think that eventually consumers will reach the limit of how much more they are willing to pay for in-game purchases right and once we reach that there's going to be a whole host of other games that you can happily go play that don't have microtransactions you can do that all day long because yeah because as long as these AAA developers doing that we're going to have the studio mdhr who made cuphead we're going to have firewatch we're going to have you know we're going to have the firewatch watches we're going to have all these other smaller things that come with that give those that give that need that that bump if you will of the the single player (laughs) story that we all that we all want and crave yeah um so but for star wars fans out there you know obviously ea owns license for the star wars franchise there will be more star wars stuff and obviously this game is going to be retooled and eventually put out at some point too uh and then also respawn who made uh the great Titanfall 2 and Titanfall series, they are also working on another Star Wars third-person adventure game. So we'll see. There's not going to be a loss for it. It's just taking even longer because mm. even though I'm excited to play Battlefront 2's story and mission, it's it's not going to be on the level of what this is. Like, let's get another Knights of the Old Republic, like heavy, deep RPG Star Wars game. Like, let's get something like that back, and let, you know, or even the Dark Forces stuff too. Maybe the true underlying problem is Star Wars fatigue. No, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> nope, no. I, I refuse. Shut down very quickly. Refuse <laughs> to uh, to, uh, to buy into that fascist claim. Milord has. <laughs> it is decreed. <laughs> oh man! So a lot of good stuff here. So yeah. it's some interesting, interesting things to boil our blood a bit. But at the end of the day, we see the light at the end of the tunnel, the silver lining to the so cloud. Logical. Indie games. <laughs> indie games for the win. Hashtag indie devs. Hashtag indie games. All right. Well, before we go, we do have our song contest for this week. Why is it not showing me my personal one? There it is. All right. So we do have our song contest. Like I said, comes from Nick. His hint is trust the Brotherhood. Assassin's Creed. Um, you never know. The Witcher. You guys never know. Never All know. those games two, you guys play. Two great brotherhoods. Brotherhood. But is it the Brotherhood that he is talking about? So one more time, the hint is trust the Brotherhood. Oh, so it's the song Mario contest. And Luigi Dream World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm right. So the song contest goes live Wednesday, 9 a.m., the day after this episode goes live. First person to correctly guess this, the game from the hint given by replying to our Facebook post or Twitter post or writing in the comments below of this YouTube video will be able to send us a song and hint for a future episode. But. With that, we've reached the conclusion of this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Until next time, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Adios. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Peace out. We'll see you all next time. Stick around for the song.